1: Really am uh, excited about today uh, when we get to hear from Mr. Young and Mrs. Hunter, and uh, I'm not even going to tell you what they're going to talk about, but because uh, you'll figure that out. But um, part of the uh, the message of today is is kindness, and it's a it's a it's a lost art, maybe. But I I don't think it is because I think it just comes from Jesus. And as a matter of fact, it's a fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And we can't just say, I'm going to be more kind. I'm going to be more. We say, God, help me be kind to others. And uh, I I was going to read this passage from Ephesians chapter 5. And I'll read it right now. And it says, uh, and I want to read the whole chapter, but I'm not going to. Um, i'll just go from 31 and 32 and this is something i really uh struggle with and and god is working on my heart with let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice and be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving each other just as god in christ also has forgiven you and i I just started looking through the, the New Testament, specifically Paul's letters, and I saw in Romans, and I saw in Ephesians, and Colossians, and 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, and Philippians. I saw Paul talking about kindness.
0: We're going to talk today in chapel about disagreeing um, in my family. I think I mentioned this last week. Um, I'm I'm from Oregon Ergo, I grew up a Blazers fan, and I said something about loving the Blazers, and uh, we hated the Phoenix Suns. And my daughter, I'm calling you out, Jane, said, get out. Get. You can't even be a part of our family. Um, So that would be like a great example of how Man, when we disagree, we all of a take it from what we're disagreeing about to I hate your guts and we can't even be part of the same family. Um, so we just wanted to t- explore that because um, I don't know if you know this, the world disagrees with a lot of what we hold to be true and is significant and important for our hope and following Jesus. And we want to be able to talk with people about why we have hope in the midst of a hopeless world. And um, Mr. Young, so awesome to have him back in the Bible department. Um, he's got some really great stuff from just your own experience. And um, what I'm so excited to hear what you have to share just about what's this, What's it look like to disagree and what happens if we do it badly, and how can we learn to do it better?
2: Sure. Uh, it took me longer than it should have mm-hmm. to figure this out. A uh, little transparency, everyone when I was uh, your age or a little older, late teens, early 20s, uh, I was a Mr. Know-it-all. Uh, I was a really, really good Christian jerk um, <laughs> because uh, really, I, well, I had this nasty combination. Mm-hmm. I had some biblical knowledge, went to Christian school, went to Christian college. Plus, I had some training in speech and debate. Did you know I was on the speech and debate team in college? I didn't know that, but yeah. uh,
0: it doesn't surprise me.
2: So, you have what you think is enough biblical knowledge to destroy anyone, <laughs> and you learn how to speak good, and you combine those two together, and uh, you can really, really, really be nasty to people, mm-hmm. but in a way that looks very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And looks very convincing. And even spiritual? Sure, yeah. You just throw in a couple brothers Mm -hmm. here and there. (laughs) An occasional amen. Mm -hmm. And it sounds very spiritual. So what happened, guys, is uh, on the weekends when I was in college, some of my friends and I, we would go out to evangelize. And really all we were looking to do was to win arguments. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would try as best we can to crush people's spirits in the name Mm -hmm. of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so instead of trying to share the love of Jesus with people, we would find a topic that they disagreed with, and then we would try to argue them into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've even heard recently several people say that no one has ever been argued or berated Mm -hmm. into becoming a Christian just doesn't happen. It's not how it You're works.
0: You're so wrong. Follow Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> Let me
2: tell you how you have messed up in every way, shape, or form. Let me tell you how all your views are wrong. Now do you want to follow me and Jesus? <laughs> and for some reason, that never worked. I
0: can't imagine. We why.
2: went over our whole college career. <laughs> all your evangelism. Yeah. Uh, the one time a guy stopped and shared some time with us was because he was on some substances. Oh. Oh. And so he was just looking to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I had to learn the hard way, guys, uh, that that is not the way that Christ has called us to interact mm-hmm. with whether it's believers or non-believers. Yeah. Um, and I learned the hard way by winning arguments but losing friendships mm. yeah. or losing influence mm-hmm. with people, uh, not having the opportunity mm-hmm. to come back around a second time even in humility and try Mm -hmm. to engage because they were done with me Mm -hmm. because they didn't want anything to do with this guy because Mm -hmm. of the way he presented Mm -hmm. his faith. Mm -hmm. So it really turned around for me when I actually, when I started teaching here, isn't it sad to say Mm -hmm. that I was still like that the first year or so I taught Mm -hmm. here back in the old days, Mm -hmm. Um, but had some strong spiritual mentors Mm -hmm. here uh, who modeled humility and modeled compassion Mm -hmm. And even, uh, I remember one time uh, being with one of these individuals, um, he was another Bible teacher here, as he was engaging a few young men who were Mormon, Mm -hmm. uh, because a couple students asked him to come to their house, Uh because the Mormon guys were coming, and they were there ready to see... Their Bible teacher just crushed just these guys, destroy
0: them and their theology.
2: And it was the most beautiful one-hour conversation I think mm. I've ever experienced. Where by the end, those two guys hadn't really jumped to our team yet, yeah. but they were really interested in what we had to say. And it all began with this approach of, "I want to know you and listen to mm. you, not beat you at this game." Yeah, yeah. And so that's when I my mind started to change. The other thing that had big influence on me was a, a passage that we were just mm-hmm. talking about earlier that I'm going to ask yeah. you to share with yeah. us. This verse that Mrs. Hunter's about to read was the verse that helped me realize how am I supposed to approach people yeah. when I disagree with them, whether they're in the family of God mm-hmm. or not. And so This is huge.
0: Yeah, because it might surprise you what we need to know and how to walk out our faith in life is, is in here. It's in the book, you guys. It's in scripture. Um, and so this, this, I think, is at the heart of why we would want to talk about Jesus um, and how to talk about Jesus and how to talk about um, our faith. And Peter says, it's 1 Peter 3, 15. In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet, do it with gentleness and respect. And boom, it's all there. It's everything. How how do I talk to people about Jesus? It's it's right here. So would you break it down a little bit for sure. us? What stands out to you and why this was part of your your transformation and your change?
2: Right. So the first part of the verse... I had known for a long time because I used it as my fuel. It always says, be prepared to give a response. Always be ready to make a offense. It's mm-hmm. the Boy Scout verse, right? Mm-hmm. It's like always be prepared. Mm-hmm. Have something ready at all times. And so I would, I was such a nerd, I would just study and study and study apologetics, which is how do you represent your faith. So I thought I was ready for anything. Anybody, somebody, something threw something at me, I could respond, mm-hmm. usually with three points because mm-hmm. that's what good Christians right, do. Right, of course. Um, and if they all begin with the same letter, it's even uh, better. Even better. And uh, then uh, and then I was ready. Okay, so the first part of the verse, always be ready to make a defense. But then Peter flips it around. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we want to win an argument. And so then he says, be ready to make a defense. Give a reason for the hope that is in you. So important. Now, there's a couple things there, guys, that he's implying. One is that you are living in a way that people are curious. Yeah, so About great. Why, why do you seem to be a hopeful person? Yeah. And then you give reasons for your hope. Mm -hmm. You don't give reasons why you want to crush their beliefs or their arguments. Mm -hmm. You don't give reasons as to why you're better than they are because you really Mm -hmm. aren't.
0: You're right. They're wrong. Exactly. I'm smart.
2: You're an idiot. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it's Jesus who's the one that's the answer. So I have hope in Jesus. That's why I live my life perhaps differently or people Mm -hmm. see something in me. So the implication, guys, is that we're living in a way that people see Wait. There's something unique yeah. about you, and then they maybe ask you, and now you're ready yeah. to give reasons for why you have hope in Jesus. Yeah. Then Peter says, just in mm-hmm. case you haven't caught it yet, mm-hmm. when you have these conversations, have gentleness and respect be mm-hmm. at the core of why you're approaching the conversation. You mm-hmm. are.
0: And and that that word gentleness, I think sometimes we think gentleness is like um, like being kind of like weak. i to be, calm. but gentleness just means. Um, without chaos, like gentleness is like my spirit is that I I'm calm. That's that word gentleness. And so I think, uh, um, when I get into conversations about intense topics, can I feel myself getting heated up, stirred up, starting to feel chaos and, um, and, and Peter saying like with your conversations, this sense of like stillness and gentleness that I don't have to get heated up even if the other person is, I can still center myself in Christ and be able to respond in a way that is not igniting chaos. Um, and that's the—I mean—that's important for the gospel.
2: It really is. It, mm-hmm. Gentleness is controlled strength, right? Yeah. A um, oh, best picture I ever saw that described gentleness was this massive, huge dude—not mm-hmm. probably a little bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Um, no like a a dude that works out and he's holding a newborn baby so the 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 power that is Mm -hmm. there and yet the constraint Mm -hmm. and the the ability to control Mm -hmm. and so yeah especially going to northwest uh sitting in bible class every day you guys have a great opportunity to accumulate a lot of knowledge you have power you know more than can we say this you know more than most adults who follow jesus do perhaps there's a good chance that's Mm -hmm. true so, how do you control that strength mm-hmm. so that you are gentle with people and respectful yeah. of them? That's exactly yeah. what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, you said all good Christians can make things into three points. Usually starts with the same letter. Do you have Do you have something like that for us? Well, it just happens. I
2: do. Do you? Yeah. And um, did maybe
0: I help formulate this amazing statement you you guys are about to hear?
2: So the three C's (laughs) of this discussion, Mrs. Hunter gave me the third C to give it a complete trinity of ideas. Always
0: three, in case you're wondering.
2: So uh, when you have to, or when you are asked to, or when you want to share Mm -hmm. your Convictions, mm-hmm. see convictions, that's what you believe. Mm-hmm. We always want to share our convictions with clarity. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to speak clearly.
0: Right, be prepared, exactly. which is that, know what you believe. Mm-hmm.
2: But also with compassion. Of course. Uh, and our convictions, when communicating- What, all, another see. Like, okay, so another it's four, C. but- Two by mind.
0: two, that's also we holy.
2: We communicate our convictions mm-hmm. with clarity, right. And compassion, mm-hmm. meaning we are very clear what we believe, and we we are we don't hide behind what we mm-hmm. believe and we don't try to, well, I don't I, I'm trying to be friendly, so mm-hmm. I won't say anything that might be
0: mm-hmm.
2: inappropriate or something they might be upset conviction, with. Conviction,
0: like we we don't have to give up our strong belief in biblical truth. We exactly. don't have to fold on that and we don't have to apologize for it. That's what conviction means. I can stand
2: with conviction. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the compassion part is, right. and bringing it all back around to our theme this this these last few weeks, um, I have compassion for you when we're in a discussion because you are made in the image of God. Yeah. So you have value.
0: Right.
2: You have a purpose. I respect you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give honor to you. The juniors class yeah. knows about that. We talked about that last week mm-hmm. in Bible class that when someone's made in God's image, they're given honor immediately. Mm-hmm. So having the Clarity of what you believe, but compassion towards mm-hmm. those who you're discussing. That's the goal, guys. That's the goal. That's what we're gonna to try to do. Mm-hmm. And we will fail more than we succeed. Yeah. yeah. But that's what we're gonna to pursue together.
0: Yeah. And because of Jesus. I mean, that's I mean the bottom line of everything. We can't experience joy like we talked about and or have the fruit of the spirit of joy um apart from the spirit. Like God's life lives in us and then he lives through us. And um, we can't communicate our convictions with clarity and compassion apart from the Holy Spirit and apart from a relationship with God. So um, I think that like recenter, if you're like, I could never share my faith um, with clarity and conviction or even trying to destroy someone, I could never, then the invitation is um, get to know Jesus better because you won't be able to help yourself to talk about him. And people will start to be curious and they'll ask for the reason for the hope that is within you.
2: So you just added a fifth C curious.
0: Oh my holy heavens, it never ends. Okay, that's
2: good.
0: Mr. Young, would you um, pray for us? And we we want you to continue the conversation in your classrooms, with your teacher. Um, Talk about it, maybe talk about a topic you guys disagree about, Um, start easy. Maybe do something like uh, the Blazes on the Phoenix Suns or, you know, Crest or Tol- Colgate. Something easy um, to start with, but Mr. Young's going to pray to wrap up our time, and man, we love you guys um, so much, so um, come see us. Exactly.
2: Let's pray together, everybody. Thanks, Father. Uh, you've been so good to us. Uh, you are so patient with us mm. uh, when we go off on our own and try our own methods of succeeding in life, and yet you are always there to bring us back and to love us unconditionally. Father, I, do, I thank you for uh, just the passion that is within each of us. Like We have convictions about things. You have created us in ways that uh, we have beliefs. Uh, sometimes they're spiritual, sometimes they may just be about life. Um, help us to, to craft those beliefs into uh, following you that we would be like you, Jesus, when we interact with people, that we would be filled with humility, and compassion, yet very clear and open about what we believe. Um, help us here at Northwest to, to model this and practice, practice this with one another Amen. so that we are ready when we face those who don't know you. Above all, Jesus, we're so grateful for your love grateful for uh, the opportunity to learn about you and follow you thanks for not giving up on us pray all this jesus in your awesome name Amen. amen